1: Welcome to the Ice Guys, Wednesday, October 18th. Ian Cameron, Alex B. Smith, ready to break down the Wednesday slate. As usual, a very quiet, calm, uh, light Wednesday slate. We have two games, including the TNT Wednesday night matchup, which is the Penguins and the Red Wings. Uh, Before we get into that, let's talk about a really, really entertaining Tuesday night uh, in the uh, NHL. Of course, a big slate uh, last night uh, in NHL action. Uh, A lot of uh, games, a lot of interesting results. And a lot of bad blood, and I loved it. I loved every single second of it. In fact, uh, last night, uh, it had to have been for a single night of NHL action the most fights, the most fisticuffs I've seen uh, on a given night uh, in the NHL. I mean, and that took t- That's uh, look, But f- people say fighting is dead, clearly, it isn't. Uh, in the uh, NHL, at least not in the NHL just yet. I mean, you had a couple of fights in the uh, minnesota montreal game there's a fight in the tampa bay buffalo game uh we saw uh, edmonton nashville there was a fight uh, la winnipeg there was colorado seattle uh some uh playoff um you know storylines carrying over yep. with jordan eberly uh and uh, logan o'connor kind of answering the bell for what happened in the playoff series uh, last year um we saw multiple fights and multiple really good fights too in that dallas vegas game uh, last night as well. So uh, I love it. Uh, bring it on. Keep it coming uh, is what I say. And um, it was all really good stuff. It was just heat of the moment stuff, you know, and in the case of the Seattle, Colorado fight with Everly and O'Connor, it was, you know, settling a score, if you will, uh, from last year. And then as you know, the ESPN folks said at the intermission PK and Mark Messier, you know, it was taken care of and you move on you know okay. and that's exactly uh, the way it should be uh, with those if you if you have a beef with someone for you know taking a sh- taking a run at somebody from a previous game or previous in that case playoff series you answer the bell on the ice drop your gloves get it over with and then everybody can move on uh, yep. and that's exactly yeah that's exactly what we saw certainly in that case with O'Connor and Eberly uh, Philadelphia 2 nothing Shut out in their home opener, you know, on retrospect, I was on the Canucks there in that game, but in retrospect, I was thinking, you know, home opener, not the greatest spot probably to go on go against the Flyers. You figured they'd be fired up for it. Like I say, even these teams that we don't expect much from this season. They want to play well in that first home game. Look at the way Anaheim played, for instance, Sunday night against Carolina. And there's other examples, but home opener got a really good effort from Philly. They dominated that game. I understand why Rick Tockett wasn't very happy after that game with his team. Really, Demko is the only player that really, really stepped up and showed up last night for the Vancouver Canucks. So a very good 2-0 shutout for Philly. Minnesota bounces back, 5-2 win over Montreal. Great call from Alex with the Wild. Uh, in regulation there. Marc-Andre Fleury solid. Uh, the big gun step up. Kaprizov, I said he'd finally score his first goal last night. He did that. Uh, and a nice workmanlike road win for Minnesota 5-2. Uh, Islanders in a very dull game. I watched some of it, and uh, I could only take 20 seconds of that hockey game, and I was really focusing on other games. But a one nothing shutout win, I mean, that's exactly what the Islanders want. That's their That's their blueprint to success this year. One nothing, two one, three two type of wins, uh, and they've been able to, and they were able to get one of those last night against Arizona uh, Sabers. Just like their football team, you know, the Bills, the heart attack waiting to happen sometimes. Uh, but the Buffalo Sabers find a way. I mean, it looked like uh, things were going off the rails, uh, unfortunate turn of events, giving up the tying goal with seven seconds left uh, in the third period to Brandon Hagel. But Dylan Cousins with a bullet shot, man, it was right off the post and in perfect. No chance for Johansson uh, to make that save uh, and the Sabres get a 3-2 overtime win. Not pretty. What was disappointing for me on the night is that I had a slightly, you know, I had a pretty much break-even night with sides and totals, even though a lot of my sides and totals won. And the reason for that is because this is the game I went a little bigger on with Buffalo team total, which I I was looking good at 2-0 in the first period. And they kind of parked the bus. And I've noticed that now with Buffalo. They are really trying to tidy things up in their own zone and and of course you bring in eric johnson and connor clifton you're hoping those kind of additions help you and you know they really weren't looking to pile on the score they were looking to defend 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 once they got up to nothing and that really is the reason why uh that game ended up staying at at that score for as long as it did uh until and only when tampa you know made it 2-1 did we finally start to see some flow again uh, in that game, but Buffalo gets a much needed win three, two. And like we've said, Alex and I, if you're going to get Tampa, now's the time to get Tampa Bay, because clearly they've got issues. Great job by Edmonton. Talk about answering the bell. They did two very dismal performances against Vancouver and they bounce back and they thump Nashville six to one, pretty much a beat down from start to finish. They chase UC Soros uh, from the uh, net. Uh, Leon Dreisaitl first goal, 10 to one cashes. Uh, and we talked about his just dominance over Nashville. I mean, if you're a Predators uh, fan, a Predators player, a Predators coach, a Predators GM, you got nightmares about this guy every time you play Edmonton at this point because he has just absolutely done, uh, just run amok over the Nashville Predators. He did that again last night with a two-goal performance. Uh, 5-1 LA. Uh, I, I like the Kings in that spot, and uh, they got the job done. That Best game for sure for Cam Talbot. No question. Much, much better game from Cam Talbot. Pierre-Luc Dubois. The old revenge angle works there. He gets a goal against his former team. Uh, Very, very disheartening to see Gabe Velarde injured and selfish reasons, very disheartening because the props basically died quickly uh, with his injury and he didn't come back uh, in that game. So he didn't get a chance to get on the fun uh, of trying to produce against his former team because of the injury, which forced him out of the game. Um, So a 5-1 win for L.A., Much better defensive game. And again, Talbot was much better in net. And sometimes when you lose two at home, you go on the road. That's a good time to bet on a team. Uh, And we saw that from uh, the Kings uh, last night. Colorado 4-1 against the Still. Struggling, offensively challenged. Seattle Kraken. Man, this offense is just dead right now for Seattle. They had their chances. They had over 30 shots on goal. And look, Georgiev was outstanding uh, for the Avalanche. Once again, he's the main reason they won. Seattle outplayed. Colorado, but it doesn't matter if you can't put the puck in the net. Colorado finished the fewer amount of chances that they got, and that was the difference in a 4-1 win there. Carolina, 6-3 against San Jose, uh, and the floodgates open for Carolina in the third period. I'll tip my cap to Mackenzie Blackwood, uh, Alex. He was um, excellent in the Colorado game, obviously. He was very good in the first two periods last night, but you can only go so long playing above your head and eventually – You know, the uh, floodgates are going to open a little bit against you. And that's exactly what happened. And as I said on uh, X, after uh, Carolina made it 6-3 and they got those bing, 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 those four goals in a row in the third period to turn a 3-2 deficit into a 6-3 win for the Hurricanes, I said Mackenzie Blackwood finally realizing he isn't Patrick Waugh, Marty Brodeur, Bernie Perrant, Ken Dryden, Dominic Hoshik, or Grant Feuer, but rather that he is indeed Mackenzie Blackwood. So uh, there you go. Uh, and we saw that in the uh, third period uh, last oh, yeah. night, coming back down to earth in a big way. And the last game was a great game, great hockey game. Uh, even though I was disappointed, it fell a little short of the over there uh, in that Dallas Vegas game. It was a terrific game and very disappointed. Dallas couldn't hold on to the lead as well. What a swing to end the night. It would have been a really stir- a good profit on the night had Dallas and the over come through. Instead, Vegas ties it late and they win. Uh, in a shootout great goaltending from both hill and ottinger it's a shame one of them had to lose that was a great game for ottinger i know they lost in a shootout but he looked terrific Uh, and that's a good sign for the uh, dallas stars Uh, rope hints came back it looks like he's going to need a game or two to get really ramped up but no it was a good hockey game couple of fights a lot of bad blood a lot of scrums after the whistle which you'd expect from teams that met in the western conference final to last season so vegas i mean I said this hot take city, maybe Alex, that I put this on Twitter, but they got a real chance to repeat. They really, really do. I'm seeing them with these no Martinez, no Petrangelo, no white cloud. And here's Caden Korchak, a young blue liner. He yep. just steps in. All he does is have a two point night and get his first NHL goal uh, last night for the Vegas school. It's unbelievable. The embarrassment of riches at depth on the blue line, depth up front, all four lines make an impact. Bruce Cassidy and the Knights have a very good thing going on. Alex, your thoughts on the uh, slate from Tuesday? Yeah, we'll just start with that. I mean, that was a a fantastic
0: game to watch, and you knew it would be a tough battle. I thought we were going to see things open up a little bit more. I thought, like I said, the physicality, things kind of spilling over from – uh, last year with the with the playoffs, I thought we would see a, a lot more penalties, a lot more power play opportunities. But no, they still played a very clean game despite both being physical. Like said, settling scores that needed to be settled at times, but just a uh, just a fantastic hockey game. And yeah, it, like I said, it's a shame whenever you see these two teams that one of them has to lose because they seem to really get up and, and gear up for each other now, and it's that might turn into a bit of a rivalry. Uh, moving forward, especially if they end up meeting again in, the, in a postseason next year, uh, that those kind of things tend to breed some really quality rivalries. And I know going back to when Vegas first started, everybody was trying to naturally pair them with L. A. You know, Kings and Knights and, and the whole L. A. Vegas thing, and that just didn't have that feel, even though they're division rivals. But now it seems like they might have actually found uh, a, a real rival in the league. So that's always good to see. And uh, like you mentioned, you know, even with the games like Buffalo uh, and Tampa and Seattle, Colorado, seeing physicality in those games, yeah, those mean something. Like you said, playoff revenge, uh, division rivals, you know, Tampa Bay has been the king of the Atlantic for years. And, and now Buffalo is trying to just get a piece of it and get to the door and get into the playoffs. So we're seeing that unveil in, in real life on the ice. And, and it's fantastic. It makes for exciting hockey. That's that's why we're all fans of the sport. So it, it's a beautiful thing to see. Plays-wise, it was a bit rough for me yesterday. Did hit with the uh, bargain bin winner on uh, Tuvo Volterra Vinan plus 350 to get the power play point. Got that early in in the contest. And that was a weird game because, like you mentioned, you know we were waiting for Blackwood to fall. I had a series of live wages on the family plan. I was essentially looking for the Sharks to take a lead so I could come back and grab uh, Carolina money line, Carolina score next goal. I end up having to do that much later than anticipated. The game ended up being tied at two, and then I was able to grab a 3 uh, 2 Sharks League, grab Carolina uh, money line, wasn't able to post it out, but I did grab that and Carolina comes back to win with four and answer goals. And that's just something that we have to kind of look at with a lot of these bottom feeder teams, right? Your Anaheim's, your Phillies, your Columbus's, your San Jose's of the world. They will be competitive early. But you also have to just kind of factor in that if they are getting dominated in the stat sheet early, but the score doesn't reflect that, you just got to hang on and wait. And no team proves that more than Carolina. We've seen Carolina lose how many games where they've literally outshot opponents by almost a 2-1 margin, uh, just against the Rangers alone over the years. That's, that was a high high increase, but now just against any team in the league. But uh, Carolina hangs on the win, and now they have an incredible record. We talk about this all the time with cross-conference play. They're down 9-1-2 their last Ah, uh, twelve games playing in the state of California. So that's something to keep keep a note of. Whenever you see, you know, we talk about uh, you know, fading teams that go away or, or go west coast or or going on far on the east coast trips. Carolina is not one of those teams. That's the team that you actually want to look to back. Uh,
1: they get some kind of mojo when they're out in the Golden State. Yes, uh, they uh, do. And uh, boy, I'll tell you what, that was uh, something to uh, some something to see because Carolina, you know, last night and down three two, and Blackwood was playing another really good game. Then all of a sudden. Four goals uh, just like that in rapid fire succession. Uh, and it completely uh, changed uh, that game around. Um, I did retweet uh, someone uh, posting the uh, leaders, uh, by the way, of the uh, goals saved above average uh, expected. Uh, you know, uh, say goals saved above expected. Some people call it that. I call it GSAA goals saved above average. Uh, but it's the same thing. And I was stunned, and I know Alex is because he hasn't been a big fan of this guy, and he's a goalie on his own team. Uh, Arvid Soderblom here, uh, 6.18 goals saved above average, number one in the NHL. Now, a very small sample size. We do have to keep that in mind. That's this season's numbers. We're only a week into the season. We can't be giving him the Vesna Trophy right now uh, on October 18th. Uh, But uh, he's he's been much better, certainly, than I or Alex thought. And yeah. to see him actually atop that list, I'm not surprised. Aiden Hill is number two. Aiden Hill's been terrific already this year. He was great again last night. 5.32 goals saved above average. Alexander Georgiev for Colorado being third at 5.29 goals saved above average doesn't surprise me. He's got look. He's the reason that Colorado won last night because Seattle outplayed them. Uh, Jacob Markstrom 4.36 goals saved above average. That's very uh, surprising. Um, but Jacob Markstrom for Calgary off to a reasonably good start. Thatcher Demko is another person on this list that doesn't surprise me. He's really the only reason it wasn't 8 nothing for Philadelphia yesterday. <laughs> uh, Demko at 3.68 uh, goals saved above average. Then we have Bennington, Jari, who of course is in action tonight with the Pittsburgh Penguins, Elvis Merzlikens, Casey DeSmith, another Vancouver goalie, although it's yeah. just based on one start, and Jake Ottinger. Uh, at 2.6. Not surprising. Jake's had a good start in his first two games. So, um, But that is the big surprise. Arvid Soderblom here, Uh, Alex. Number one goal saved above average. And, you know,
0: I I feel like I sometimes have to preface this, you know, maybe once or twice in a season because I I can ride on some goalies pretty hard. And, of course, like I said, nothing personal. It's just based on what I'm seeing. What I've seen so far up until before the beginning of the season and even the the preseason was that Soderblom didn't look good? He was having trouble seeing the puck. If you watch any of the goals that he gave up in the preseason, or or a bunch of them last year, you see him sticking his glove out and just kind of holding his glove out there after the goal pass or or his, his, his you know his blocker out because he you can just tell his re- body language and the reaction to see oh I didn't see that puck, I didn't see that puck, and that's a problem. Now could that also be because he has some terrible blue liners in front of him? Most definitely. Uh, and, and he's still a young guy. You know, I was quick to try to write off Philip Gustafson. What did he do last year? Emerge as one of the top goaltenders in the entire league, and now looks like he could be uh, someone who can hang around in this league for a while. So if Soderblom makes me eat my words and, and turns into a formidable goalie, hey, I'm super fucking happy because not only does it mean he's playing well and, and, and he's playing well for the Hawks. So, uh, I, you know, yes, keep proving me wrong, Arvid. I, I would love to see that. I just, I just
1: don't really know if that's going to hold up the entire season. Oh, exactly. That's going to end up being the, um, the big question here. Uh, is, is that going to be a, something that is sustainable? You know, is he going to be something that is a goalie that can keep this going for like, it's nice to have this one week, terrific stretch here and just a very small sample size, but can he keep it going for a full season? I think if he has this good season or a bounce back year, and if he can maintain this to some degree moving forward, I think you also have to give some praise to Jimmy weight here, uh, obviously, Uh, goalie coach of the uh, Chicago Blackhawks working with him Uh, that's probably helping him out too Uh, and um, like I say that's just uh, it's very something very interesting to see this early in the season that he was right up there uh, as far as um, uh, the GSAA numbers currently tops uh, in the NHL all right let's turn our attention to the card it's just a short card tonight two games and we will begin in uh, the nation's can it, can, nation's capital of Canada, I should say, where it's the U.S. nation's capital, the Washington Capitals taking on the Canadian nation's capital, the Ottawa Senators. Uh, it is uh, Ottawa in the minus 175 to minus 180 range uh, as home favorites in this game, and the total six and a half uh, pretty much across the board uh, in this one. Uh, Washington Capitals, um, do not be fooled by that win against Calgary. On Monday night in the shootout. Calgary swarmed them. Calgary had 40 shots on goal. Calgary had the advantage and expected goals by a significant margin. And Calgary ran into a familiar problem they had much of last year. Couldn't finish, couldn't bury enough of their chances, and they were getting quality chances uh, in that hockey game. Uh, and Washington just did a little bit better job doing so. And the thing too with Calgary is they outshot Washington 17 to 3 in the first period and had that two nothing lead and we always say that two goal lead is never safe three nothing before two one is critical in hockey you know you put a team down three nothing and don't let it get to two to one you're in a much better shape I'd love to see the difference in expected win percentage for a game that goes from three nothing it goes to three nothing and a game that goes to two to one. You know for a team that's up two nothing i'd love to see the difference because it's probably a it should be a significant difference because that um three nothing lead really puts a team behind the eight ball but unfortunately washington got that first goal as the uh, former member of the calgary organization matthew phillips it was one of our phenomenal bargain bin calls the other night Uh, he scores the first goal for washington to make it 2-1 and they end up coming back and winning in a shootout again calgary Not the greatest team you want to trust in a shootout. And they showed it again uh, on Monday night. Um, But don't be fooled. Washington has not looked good. And they're very fortunate to be one and one. I mean, they've been outshot 75 to 42 so far this season uh, in the two games against Pittsburgh and Calgary. It has not been good for Washington. And I think um, it's, I, I, I didn't come away from that comeback win against Calgary and say, wow, that's a great comeback. Washington's all right now. Everything's fine. Everything's good. Uh, no worries with Washington. They're all right. They're on the right track. I didn't come away from that Calgary win thinking that way. I came away from that saying, you know what? Um, that was um, that was another rough game, and they were fortunate Calgary just didn't finish enough of their chances, or else it could have been different. Ottawa on the flip side. Uh, they're on this homestand. I believe it's a five-game homestand. This is the third game of it. They're off to a good start. Five, two wins against both the uh, Flyers and the Lightning uh, over the weekend. We'll see if they can keep the good vibes going here. I like what I'm seeing offensively from the uh, Senators who've got 13 goals in the first three games this season. Uh, it's been impressive to see. Uh, Brady Kachuk has been uh, every bit the captain uh, and leading by example that you're hoping for. Four goals, one assist, five points in the first three games. Jake Chikrin from the blue line has four points in the first three games, including a pair of goals. Even Tarasenko, four points off to a good start with his new team. Uh, It's been impressive to see those three players in particular get off to solid uh, starts for the uh, Ottawa Senators. Uh, Their power play uh, so far this season has been uh, pretty solid as well. Uh, And we'll see if they can uh, carry that forward here against the uh, uh, Washington Capitals here tonight. Uh, It looks like as far as the goaltending goes, I don't believe last I checked we had confirmation. We've got projections of Forsberg potentially in net for Ottawa and Darcy Kemper for Washington. Uh, but neither of that; those uh, two things uh, are confirmed. Uh, as far as my side and total looks in this game, this is going to be um, it's going to be three, two, three bets on Ottawa, three different types of bets. But I'm going to go, you know, pretty much evenly with all three of them. Going to go with the Senators in the first period on the puck line uh, here in this game. One thing we have seen from Washington, Pittsburgh, and the Calgary game: bad starts not ready to go from the opening puck drop. That is something you have to really be weary of here, and you can get a nice minus or plus 145 with um, Ottawa first period puck line minus a half a goal. Uh, I like that quite a bit. Again, Washington off to these slow starts uh, in each of their first two games of the season. I'm also on Ottawa team total. You know, it's been a nice little uh, run here with that, that bet in particular cashed with it against uh, Philadelphia on Saturday, cashed again with it on Sunday against Tampa Bay. Uh, And we're going to come back to that as well, over three and a half at minus 116 for the Ottawa Senators team total. And then a little smaller bet on the regulation for Ottawa here in this game, Ottawa in regulation, which you'll be able to get around even money. I I like Ottawa. I like a lot of what I've seen from them. Thomas Chabot is healthy and playing well. And this Jake Sanderson, uh, who I said, coming into the season. Well, that's a lot of money to be giving him off one really good season. But boy, he's living up to it. He is living up to get that money that he got so far. He's looked, we talk about poised with the puck, making the right play, not turning it over, never caught out of position defensively, uh, or rarely caught out of position uh, defensively in his own zone. Been very, very impressed with Jake Sanderson, playing way above his years, playing like a 10-year veteran uh, on the blue line for the uh, Ottawa Senators. So, uh, I'm going to split it evenly between those three uh, bets, although I'll keep the regulation bet a little smaller. Uh, Ottawa first period minus a half, plus 145, uh, and also Ottawa team total over three and a half, minus 116. I like some props. I'll mention those in a bit. Alex, what do you think here, Washington, Ottawa?
0: Yeah, I mean, the books have really uh, you know, caught on to the fact that Washington's not that good, and, and, and you can tell just off of this. Uh, series Just looking back at the series history, Capitals had dominated <laughs> in, in previous meetings going all the way back to 2015. And you're seeing them laying high prices, 180, 170, then, then the twos and the threes, of course, when Ottawa was a pretty bad team. Now Ottawa's won three of the last four meetings. Uh, they've also been going to overtime in and, and a couple of those as well, three of the last five. Uh, have actually gone past regulation so this is a game I might look to sprinkle a little bit on the draw 350 I would really want to have a higher price here because I think I think this is a pretty fair uh a line assessment I think Ottawa's way better than Washington I think Washington's pretty low uh but that doesn't always mean that Ottawa's just going to come out and you know play guns blazing this could be a tighter uh start except Washington we know they come off the slow starts but I just kind of worry about Ottawa with with this, you know getting a start off uh super duper fast. I do like the first period puck line with Ottawa. That's the only kind of value I think I could find because even laying a dollar, ten dollar, that is the prices I'm seeing for uh, Ottawa regulation. I'm not really comfortable with that. Uh, and then on a shorter card, I'm not gonna really try and force anything. So nothing, uh, nothing official here. If if I had to look for something, like I said, I kind of want to see just. Uh, to, do we also have a goalie confirmation by the way for Washington?
1: I've have have not yet. seen any yet. I've not okay. seen any yet. I, I've seen project just projections of Pemper versus uh, Forsberg. Uh, in That's what year. I've seen too. So yeah. So this is more likely going to be a pass, but this could be something that I end up playing live a little bit closer to uh, puck drop. Yeah. And to me, there's not a huge drop off or downgrade or upgrade with Forsberg and Corpus is it? Because I've been impressed with Forsberg, believe it or not, yeah. last year yeah. or so. Like before he got injured last year, he was playing well. Uh, so keep that in mind. And that's what I was worried about too. I wanted to
0: see how he was doing the first few starts. He came off of double knee reconstruction. That's not something you hear of too often in any no. kind of sport. Uh, and to come back this fast—that was that was less than a year, if, I, if yeah. I'm not mistaken. I think he got hurt around like maybe close to Christmas time. So uh, that's just incredible that the fact that he's even back in playing. So to see that he's you know in more than decent form—that that's a that's a huge boost for Ottawa. Goaltending wise, there is a uh, player prop I will talk about later on in this game. So that's my tease uh, later on with the bargain
1: at the end of the night. Yeah, I lean full game over, but I think Ottawa's going to do more of the scoring. Uh, if anyone was interested in the six and a half, I mean, I would lean over. I mean, if you're Ottawa home games, man, this goes back to last year. I mean, thirteen and two to the over in their last fifteen home games. Uh, the uh, Ottawa Senators—they've been over machines here at uh, in their home building, um, going back to last season. So we'll see. Uh, if um, they can keep it going here uh, with as far as their games trending over at home, as far as props go uh, for this game, there's definitely some, some uh, good options uh, that are available. I'm not going to, you know, I'm not going to overthink it or overcomplicate it. I think if you're betting Ottawa uh, like I am tonight and you're looking for some props in this game, you take Brady Kachuk. You take yeah. Brady Kachuk. He's feeling it right now. Uh, there's no question he's off to this magnificent start, plus 130 to get a goal uh, in this uh, game. Uh, for the for the uh, ottawa senators you could go plus 135 to get an assist i'm starting to do that lately by the way with a player that i think is going to play well with the point prop being like minus 200 like it is for kachuk why don't you just split it up and bet him to score a goal and get an assist that's the same thing as basically covering you betting him to score a point so that you know and that's what you can do and 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 by the way if you're gonna Why would you lay minus 200? Think of this from a math perspective. Why would you take Brady Kachuk to get a point minus 200? You can take him at plus 130 to get a goal. You can get him at plus 135 to get an assist. And if even just one of those hits, which means he gets a point, you're profitable. Yep, You're profitable. Mm -hmm. I mean, so that is the way to approach it, in my opinion, when you're talking about Brady Kachuk and McKinnon, and Crosby, which we're going to talk about in a little bit, and some of these players that, you know, where their point prop is juiced to the minus 180 to minus 200 type range, you can just bet them goal and assist prop separately. If they get one of, uh, of either uh, a goal or an assist, you're profitable. And hell, if you get if you, they, they get a goal and an assist, then you're really looking good with those two bets. So it's a good approach. Oh, you're muted. That's a perfect approach,
0: especially with yeah. that example. Rather than taking two units to lay on just one of anything to happen, you, you can split that. You don't even have to put one unit on each. You can go a half a unit on each of, of, of them individually at plus prices and still secure a profit. So you're minimizing risk and maximizing profit. That's as good as it gets.
1: That's good. Absolutely right. 100% right. And by the way, um, if, uh, I four goals, one assist. So I would maybe you know shade more toward the goal prop on Kachuk. Um, but definitely he is capable of facilitating as well. Uh, Jake Chikrin, I mean I've talked about this there was that one game the one game I jumped on it, he didn't get a point, but then I jumped on it again, I believe against uh, Tampa uh, and he got on the uh, score sheet there a plus 105 for uh, Jacob Chikrin to get a point. Uh, he actually does have two goals. I mean that's a little riskier because he's a defenseman. you're not sure he's going to score every he's probably not going to score every night for you, but he is plus 600 at Caesars to get a goal plus 150 to get an assist. Uh, so if you do the goal and an assist split in that with Chikrin, uh, it's a little risky because he's not. you don't expect him to score every night. The point prop on its own is plus 105. See, this is one where I would take the point prop on Chikrin because it's just well. plus 105. Uh, but again, when you're talking about, like I say, Brady Kachuk, you can take goal and an assist. You'd rather uh, take a bet with each of those and split it up. Hope you go one and one or better rather than lay that crazy price with uh, Kachuk to get a point, which is like minus 225 at FanDuel. You don't want to be laying that uh, with Brady Kachuk to uh, get a point. Um, you know, we have oh, it's been a slow start for OV. You know, his, um, his chase of uh, Wayne Gretzky's uh, all-time goal scoring record is grinded to a halt a little bit here early this season. But, you know, it's uh, inevitable he's eventually going to get on the board. Plus 140, not bad. In fact, the price is getting a little better on Ovechkin to score, I think, because of this little funk uh, that he's been in early in the season. We have another case, by the way, of Leon Draisaitl dominating a particular – and by the way, Ovechkin's done very well against Ottawa head-to-head. So that's another reason why he might finally get his first gold night. And we've got another Draisaitl case where, you know, I talked about how he had dominated the um, Nashville Predators. You yeah. could say that about Drake Batherson for Ottawa against Washington. For some reason, Drake Batherson has really, really, really uh, had a lot of success uh, in his career against the uh, Washington Capitals. Uh, What is it? Six goals in seven games against Washington. Pretty impressive uh, for him. Uh, We'll have to wait and see on that. And and plus Ottawa is getting Josh Norris back uh, here tonight, which is such a huge boost for them uh, offensively. So now you're going to have it looks like Kachuk, Stutzler, Giroux, top line. Matthew Joseph, by the way. There's a prop is you're talking about those instances where you've got someone moving up the lineup plus 500 sprinkle on him to score a goal. Matthew Joseph, he's playing on the second line. Now DJ Smith, giving him a, a bump up the lineup because he's played well for Ottawa early in the season playing with Ridley, Gregg and Vladimir Tarasenko. Uh, it looks like Bathurston uh, is going to be with Norris and Kubalik uh, here in this game tonight. Uh, and also and Batherson always plays on the number one power play unit uh, as well. Uh, Drake Batherson here, uh, goal prop, plus 220 uh, at Caesars. So this is someone that has really found the back of the net at a high rate against Washington uh, in his career. So definitely Drake Batherson, someone to keep an eye on. Uh, Assist prop um, for him, too, plus 150. Let me see what he's got as far as assists go this year, Uh, Batherson. uh, No. And, you know, it's funny. He doesn't have a point this year. Uh, Blanks. Uh, through the first three games. No goals, no assists for Batherson, but he does have that um, really, really good track record against the Washington Capitals, kind of like we saw last night with Dreisaitl against the uh, Uh Predators. So uh, that's why I think it's still worth a look. Normally, I don't like player props with a guy that's not in in form uh, at the time going into the game, but might make an exception there as far as Batherson uh, is concerned. Uh, And for Washington, look, I... Hit the jackpot with Matthew Phillips. It was, you know, the the, the situation dictated it as well. Uh, no question about that with uh, playing his old team. But he is on the second power play unit. And he is getting – and he's being noticeable out there. He's getting chances. He's getting opportunities. And Caesars has plus 675. Now, I don't like it as much because it's not – like he's not got that extra element of that motivational factor working for him like it was against Calgary, his old team. But I'm telling you, plus 675, a couple bucks. I wouldn't say no. That guy is talent. That guy can finish. That guy's got goal scoring ability for the uh, Washington Capitals. So uh, not a bad option there uh, as well uh, for uh, the uh, Capitals tonight. Uh, All right. That is not Montreal, Minnesota. We're moving on to Pittsburgh and Detroit. Uh, The uh, last game of this uh, Wednesday card, we've got Pittsburgh minus 125 uh, favorites here in the Motor City uh, and the total sitting at six and a half here uh, across the board. Um, you know, this Pittsburgh team is uh, one that I wasn't overly fond of coming into this season. I will admit that uh, I wasn't expecting all kinds of great you know results from them. I didn't trust their blue line uh, necessarily, but the results are the results. They're two and one. They've only given up four goals in the three games combined. Did I mis Did I evaluate their blue lining correctly? I'm not so sure yet. I'm not ready to say that just yet. It is worth noting they played Chicago uh, so far this season who have been actually trending more unders this year, Washington, you know, not a team that offensively is up there. Like they used to be Calgary has issues finishing. Sometimes they did last year uh, and they did in their last two games as well against Washington and Pittsburgh. Um, So I, I, the jury's out for me still on the penguins blue line. I still look at this roster, this personnel that they have back there and with, a lot of defensive warts, defensive liab- liabilities there with Latang, Carlson, um, you know, Pierre-Olivier Joseph and Chad Ruitels, a middling third pair. I like Ryan Graves, but again, he's being asked to do a lot on that top pair. Uh, I've still got to see more and more what develops with this Pittsburgh up-blue line, especially as they play some better offensive competition. They're very good offensively, or have the potential to be. Um, of course, uh, Crosby has been... Uh, sensational here early in the season for the uh, Pittsburgh Penguins. Got to give him a lot of credit. Uh, this is someone that, you know, basically begged the front office to go after it and let's make one more playoff run. Let's make one more Stanley Cup run. Well, if you're the captain and you and you, you, the old elder statesman like him and Malkin and Latang want to make this run, well, you better damn well show up and play well uh, during the season to help your cause. Crosby's doing that. Three goals, one assist four points. How about Malkin? Terrific start. Not only healthy, but really playing well. Two goals, four assists, six points for Evgeny Malkin uh, coming into this game tonight. Six points as well for Jake Gensel. One goal, five assists. Rust has been finding the back of the net. Three goals in three games for him. Riley Smith, a nice addition, of course, from the Stanley Cup champ, Vegas Golden Knights. Two goals, one assist, and three points for him so far this year. So, Uh, offensively, they've got a good roster. Uh, The jury is still out for me defensively. Their defensive numbers have been good so far, and a lot of it's been Jari. Jari, again, on that goals saved above average top 10 list to begin the season. Will he maintain that, though, for the course of the season is going to be the big question. Jari is in net tonight for the uh, Penguins. It'll be Villy Huso for Detroit. And Detroit's kind of in the same kettle of fish for me, you know, here uh, against uh, the Penguins, where I don't love their blue line necessarily. Early. I, I, they shut out Columbus, credit to them. Uh, and uh, James Reimer had a, actually a really good night. Uh, James Reimer was really good. I got to give him credit. That was a very good performance from him. But I still see Gostas Bear and Justin Hall and, you know, Ole is in and out with injuries. He's another guy that can't stay healthy. Uh, I like cider, uh but there's some question marks about the defensive ability. I will say this I don't think it's a coincidence that they take Jeff Petrie out of the lineup and then the first game without him, they shut out a team. You know, Jeff Petrie's got some issues in his own end. We've seen it now for a couple of years. They took him out. They put Mata in uh, against Columbus, and that's when they notched that 4 nothing shutout uh, against the uh, Jackets. So, you know, this is another blue line where it surprised me, you know, how they played, especially the other night before that. They were giving up goals. New Jersey scored four. Uh, Tampa was able to score against them. But, again, they took out um, Petrie, uh, and all of a sudden, you know, they uh, shut out Columbus. Can they do that here against uh, Pittsburgh? Uh, that remains to be seen. This game is one that it's uh, it's tricky for me. I, I have a small over bet here at, just because of the series history has dictated that for the last five meetings between the uh, Penguins and the Red Wings have gone over the total, and we have seen some uh, Pittsburgh's won uh, three of the last five, and a couple of them. There's been some weird scores here. I mean, Pittsburgh beat them eleven to two, you know, a couple of years ago, and then seven to two a couple of years ago and last year was much more competitive actually detroit beat pittsburgh two or three uh, last year including seven to four at home they had a 5-4 win in pittsburgh and pittsburgh got them right at the end of the season five to one uh at the end of the uh, season so but again four of the last five meetings have gone over the total uh detroit had gone over in every game until the columbus game you know that's a data point that for me you know columbus with, this, with the warensky injury, I don't think they were able to move the puck as well out of their own zone. Uh, I'm willing to take a shot on the over. Don't love it. Don't love it. But I'm going to take a shot here on over six and a half here with Pittsburgh-Detroit. Really nothing on the side. Not really enamored to back either of these teams in, in this spot. Uh, I think a slight lean, if I had to, would be Detroit plus 105. I take Detroit plus 105 before I take Pittsburgh laying a price on the road. Yeah. But nothing yeah. I'm overly excited about. Uh, Alex, what do you think here? TNT Wednesday night, Pittsburgh, Detroit.
0: Yeah, looking forward to this one. If, if you look back, that, uh, that 5-4 Detroit win last year, that came out Tuesday night. We were on the BetCast doing that. Pittsburgh jumped out to a 4-0 lead, and a bunch of us started hammering Detroit next goal. I think some people got Detroit money line, and they ended up coming back and winning that game. So uh, that was one of those uh, interesting moments, and I can't wait for the live BetCast. Those will be coming up starting next week. But with here tonight, uh, the biggest thing I'm looking at here is the first period over. 12-4 and four the last 16 meetings. Uh, right now we're seeing some higher numbers with this. You're laying either $1.60, $1.65 with a one and a half. A couple of books have a two at hanging at plus 110. So this is a classic wait and play this live spot. I'm circling anything that's down to $1. fifteen or better uh, in, in this spot. And It's funny. We talk about in football and basketball and things how we, especially college, we don't really like to bet a lot of the TV marquee games. Well, in the NHL, the lines don't move or, or, or vary much because the game's on national television or not. And they don't really do a lot of different things with how the live lines move uh, in games that are national television. That's completely different from what you see with a college football, pro football live line. That's something I'm going to elaborate more into when I do my article uh, on Patreon next week. But this is one of those games where you turn the TV on, sit there, no distractions get the phone and the laptop ready and try to hammer this first period over. I think we're going to see a bunch of goals here. So I actually like that live uh, full game over as well. Uh, six and a half, like I said, a bit steep. I think we'll be able to at least get a better number, a plus number, or even a, a five and a half at a better adjusted number. So great live game should be a lot of fun to watch. And like I said, you know, Pittsburgh, still trying to get in the form, right? Like, I mean, there's still a lot of the core veterans, but I think they're still just trying to gel and really get into a, a groove. And we know that takes some time with them. They don't have the the smooth October starts that you see with some other teams. They, you know, they know what they're doing and they're pacing themselves. Detroit's a team that really has a little bit more energy. They want to try and get things ready in the here and now to prove that they're a, a quality team that can make a playoff run. So I think this is a good uh, contrast of styles here in, in the sense of where these two teams
1: stand right now. Dabrinkit, Larkin for Detroit, Malkin, Crosby for Pittsburgh. Shots on goal over, goal prop, assist prop. I think if you take those props on those four guys, Larkin, Dabrinkit De for Detroit, who are red hot to start the year, Crosby, Malkin, who are red hot to start the year, I think those are good options right there. Uh, absolutely. Uh, so those are, those are the four that I would absolutely – Uh, target tonight as far as offensive production. Shots on goal, goals, assist props. Larkin, Debrinket for uh, Detroit. And Debrinket, by the way, every time, especially when they play in Detroit, that guy's going to be jumping out of his skates to score. I think he is loving playing for the Red Wings. Why not? He's a Michigan guy. Uh, No doubt about that. And then Pittsburgh, like I say, Crosby and Malkin, they've had great starts. Throw in maybe a little Brian Rust. Because he's had three goals in three games, and those would be the ones you would really, really look and focus on uh, for player props here uh, in this game tonight. Just wanted to post the comment here. Chris Otto, longtime uh, Ice Guys uh, viewer and listener, and someone we've had on our betcasts before, who's done just terrific work for years now with his uh, period-by-period totals charts, including, of course, the famous first period. Uh, totals. Uh, His first set of data, because he lets the first couple weeks of the season play out uh, before he uh, posts his chart for the first time, he will have his first period data unleashed for the first time next Monday, October the 23rd. So get ready for that. Perfect timing, the eve of our first BetCast.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And just want to make a note, too, that those will all be available. Of course, follow Chris uh, on X at PSU Auto, but definitely those will also be available in full. These are fairly lengthy. They're, they're in, in, in kind of a, a chart form, so they're easy to read, but we will have those posted on our Patreon page, so patreon.com slash iceguys.
1: Yeah, definitely. Uh, ch- make sure you uh, check those out for sure. Uh, we will make sure we get those uh, posted uh, on the uh, Patreon uh, page, uh, just like we have the last, uh, I think, couple of seasons now. Again, they're terrific charts, uh, and they are well worth uh, looking at. And Lucas Raymond, let me throw him into the mix, too. Didn't mention him, but uh, I, the, the Rustin, um for Pittsburgh and Raymond for Detroit—they uh, would be the ones I would uh, consider as well. And if, if you do the, uh, you can do point for Raymond at plus 100, or you can do the goalie goal assist split, where the goal prop for Raymond is plus 340 at Caesars, and the assist prop is plus 185 uh, at Pinnacle. So, and this is a guy with two points in the first three games for the uh, Detroit Red Wings, and someone that I think is. I said this in our season preview show, Alex. I said bounce back here for Lucas Raymond uh, for the uh, Detroit Red Wings. and I've got him 20-plus goals at a nice plus price uh, that I bet before the season. Uh, So I expect good things and much better season out of uh, Lucas Raymond, a first-round pick, of course, uh, of the uh, Detroit Red Wings. And as I said, Jari and Huso is your goaltending matchup here uh, in this game tonight. All right, great stuff. Uh, Like I said, short card. Uh, On a Wednesday shout out to everyone in the chat. 226 live viewers hit the like button. We appreciate it very much. And a reminder as well that um, um, the ice guys family plan. uh, It's been incredible. The response. We're almost at 50 members already, uh, and including a new one here uh, before the uh, show during the show. Adam Fitzgerald. Uh, Welcome to the ice guys family plan. We appreciate you joining us and becoming a member. Thank you very much for your support. Uh, Again, it's going to be the daily player props, betting card uh, on the community tab for Ice Guys family plan members. Uh, We're going to have our video and exclusive content coming soon as well. Um, You know, we're going to have a lot of that, especially later in the year when it comes to beyond football. But we're going to start. I'm going to start rolling out some bonus video content. And Alex and I will find some time at least before the end of October. We'll do maybe a themed show exclusive to not only Patreon page, but the uh, family plan members on YouTube as well. Yeah. We'll do some kind of Q and a, or some kind of themed uh, discussion, maybe not necessarily about betting, but something a little uh, different, which we've done uh, in the uh, past. So uh, that kind of content, we might have a, a bonus show every now and then we'll definitely ha- have some bonus bet casts throughout yep. the season. That will be extra in addition to the monthly bet cast that we have from october to january and extra uh, as far as the weekly betcasts that we'll have from february to the end of the season like come playoff time guaranteed we'll have the one betcast every week that'll be public free to everybody but then we might later in the week we'll throw out a shorter betcast and only for ice guys family plan members and another thing too about the family plan regarding the betcasts if you're a family plan member you're uh in you're you asking me if you're a family plan member to join the betcast, you're going to get first consideration, you know, yeah. you're, for joining us on these uh betcasts uh, as well. So, like I say, if we're tight for you know, finding capacity, if we're up to c- capacity on some of these betcasts, we're more than likely going to say, Hey, family plan member, we'll bring you onto the betcast here, and someone that maybe isn't that wants to get on the betcast. Yeah. Oh, sorry, but uh, that kind of thing. So, uh, that is another perk, if you will. Uh, to become a Family Plan member. And like I say, we're going to have all kinds of uh, hockey-related info content, the daily uh, wagers that we have, Alex and I, live wagers, of course, and Alex has been doing a great job with those uh, in particular. Uh, So all of that and more, it's just $9.99 U.S. uh, per month, the Ice Guys Family Plan uh, YouTube channel membership. Uh, Check it out.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And like I said, I know some people have still had trouble trying to sign in. Uh, Fortunately, the iOS YouTube app does not allow – the join button at this time so if you do have an apple device uh we, we recommend that you try to use a another browser just download a browser and go to the youtube page sign up through there and that should be fairly easy if you have any other questions or concerns you can you know find one of us on x him at babano me at ax Smith sports and we can try to help you along as, as much as possible also those of you who are already Family Plan members, I'm sure you've seen the links already. We've got the new Tukes that are out. we got the Skinner t-shirts out. Uh, so those will be available to everybody Thursday. But if you're a, a Family Plan member, you've already got the link. You can go ahead and order that right now and uh, and, and get that process. rolling. Well, I know a couple of hat orders have already come in as well. So uh, just really excited for that. And uh, Here we are. over oh, looking at the Ice Guys page. Yeah, Ian, take it away. I, I have.
1: All right, there we go. I see the, the, the little cursor I use on the uh, computer is sticking, so it takes me uh, longer than it should for the uh, unmute button to kick in, but there you see it, and I'll see if I can actually uh, get the uh, font a little bit bigger. I usually try to zoom in, so it makes it, for those of you that are, you. if you're listening on the podcast and you can't see it, but if you're watching, I want to make sure you see it. This is the Ice Guys bargain bin this year, so it has obviously six and eight, which you know, when you're taking shots, uh, that's still a very good percentage, 42.8% uh, six and eight with the bargain bin specials this year and but already up 34.7 yeah. units of profit with the uh, bargain bin. I mean, it's just been absolutely uh, incredible. I mean, we're picked. We've hit uh, a plus 800 dry saddle first goal on Saturday with Alex. I had a Matthew Phillips, of course, for uh, wa- Washington uh, on Monday night. We had Donato on the first night of the season for Chicago uh that i had jimmy uh, jimmy 12. had the 10 to 1 on on dumba Dumba, that's right that's part of the mix uh-huh. shout out to jimmy murphy for that i mean my goodness i mean and that is just remarkable uh that we've had this uh kind of it, i said this had the chance to be a, a fun segment uh an entertaining segment uh i didn't think it was going to be this successful though as far as the actual plays that would make up the bargain bin special segment i mean this has just been uh, a wonderful start and we can afford to lose like a ton in a row. Now it's going to take us forever to get to the point where we're break even or we're negative uh, on the season, because basically we just make it, you know, straight same amount, uh right. bet with every uh, recommendation we give out on the bargain bin special of the night. So it's been just uh, a crazy start with the ice guys, uh, bargain bin, uh, special, uh, no question about that. Uh, and we are going to uh, obviously try to keep it going. And it's a good segue into, uh, I just wanted to show though, the uh, Skinner shirts. There we go. Uh, for those of you uh, looking at uh, what they look like. So there you go. Skinner. Uh,
0: <laughs> there you go. Uh,
1: you can have my yeah, voice in your, in, in your head when you're wearing it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We, we
0: picked of course the colors of, you know, for Jeff Skinner's team and Stuart Skinner's team. So that's uh, with the color schemes, we might throw in a little red and black alternate possibly down the road for, uh, for Jeff's team. So, uh, stay tuned for that. But like I said, and then I think the hats are the hats on there, too. The hats might only be for the family plan members. I think the, the full post for the hats, those will be those will be going tomorrow. And now all this will be on our, our personal accounts on the, the Ice Guys X account as well. Uh, and like I said, you'll be able to find it on, on the family plan. You'll be able to find it on the Linktree page. You, you see uh, it will be new Ice Guys limited edition merch. So every link that we have
1: and, and spot we have, you'll be able to find where to buy uh, the merch from both stores. Yeah, just uh, exactly. And uh, we were, I think down the road at some point too, we, we did talk about this, Alex and I, a long time ago, we'll eventually get it, but we'll get a something involved, a shirt. And as far as uh, the uh, can't find them with a telescope on the ice, we'll get yeah. around to that too. Yeah, We got, yeah, we uh, got a I few just, designs uh, in the yeah. works. So yeah, mm-hmm. definitely. That's one of the uh, sayings that I know a lot of people love. So uh, there you go. Uh, all that and more. So uh, lots, uh, lots of stuff here. Merch. Uh, the the family plan, a lot of extra content, so all that uh, and more. Uh, And thanks for the support, whichever way it is, whether it's buying something from the store, whether it's subscribing to the Ice Guys family plan or subscribing to the Patreon page or, hell, just hitting the like button and subscribing to the YouTube channel, which is now almost at 4,100 subscribers. And and tell everyone you know that loves hockey, by the way, and and especially has any sort of interest in betting about the show and – uh, we want to bring as many. We, we want this family to be the population of uh, Toronto, you know, at some point, uh, <laughs> yeah. that would be something else, you know, if we could have a million people uh, be, and you know, what's funny is actually the channel is closing in on a million views. Now, that's not a million uh, in different individual people watching, but right. just a million people, and a lot of them probably the same people, but a million eyeballs almost uh, on this channel now Nice, uh, very that's nice. from the beginning. So uh, that's definitely a very, very imp- uh, good to see, and uh, we appreciate that everyone that uh, tunes in and supports. All right, it's time for the segment that you know and love, Bargain Bin Special of the night. The one thing about these smaller slates, like a two-game NHL card like tonight, is we can really hone in, you know, on some of the uh, player props that you know we kind of like the most. Uh, and, and you know, really, really, it's it's a tighter selection. Sometimes, sometimes it can be a tougher selection on a shorter card but sometimes it can be a, a, you like it more picking from a, a smaller slate of games um, because then the decision, Oh, should I use this guy over that guy? Isn't as immense. You know, you don't have as much to deliberate, you know, between you don't, it's all those I'm thinking of five or six different players for the bargain bin special of the night when it's a eight or nine game NHL card, you know, here tonight, you know, it's uh, the, the choices in my opinion are much more, uh, fewer, And it makes it actually easier to select uh, what you like as far as the uh, bargain bin uh, special here uh, is concerned on this uh, small card. And for the uh, bargain bin special here for this game tonight with the uh, Washington Capitals and the uh, Ottawa Senators, I'm going to Matthew Joseph for the Ottawa Senators. Um, can't deny how well he's played and neither can his head coach, DJ Smith, who has played uh, has moved him up to the second line uh for this game tonight against Washington he has two goals and three, and uh, two goals and one assist uh so far this season uh for the Ottawa Senators he's been and more importantly for our purposes with the goal prop he has two goals in three games for Ottawa he's playing on the second line for the Ottawa Senators tonight uh, in this game Ridley Gregg and Vladimir Tarasenko uh it's uh, been a very solid start Uh, for him uh, up front he's been in on the play he's been going to the front of the net he's been in the right spots to be able to score these goals the head coach has noticed as now he's given him a top six opportunity here in this game tonight i expect ottawa to be a capitals team so the opportunity for matthew joseph should be there again off to a great start now getting the bump up the lineup two goals in his first three games, second line for this game tonight. And you can get him as high as plus 500 at FanDuel to score a goal tonight. So if this hits, this is going to be another nice little bankroll booster to add to the tote, if you will, on the overall season with the bargain bin special of the night. So Matthew Joseph, Ottawa Senators plus 500 to score a goal for my bargain bin special of the night. Nice. I got one in the same game,
0: same team, uh, different position. I'm going with Thomas Shabbat to get a goal. Plus six hundred. You mentioned about how, you know, Washington, they're giving up shots at nauseam. And I looked at the the, the shot charts from both the Pittsburgh and Calgary games, a lot of shots coming from the point, especially in that Penns game. Obviously, it makes sense with a guy like Eric Carlson. Well, Shabbat's got a nice shot of his own, one of the better uh, offensive, forward, or offensive defensemen, I should say, in the league at times. And he scored a couple of goals uh, at some games against Washington. So I think, like I said, they're just going to be firing the puck. I think everybody's kind of alive to to get some quality looks uh, in this contest. And so Shabbat at 600, I think that's worth a shot for him to get a goal in tonight.
1: All right. I love that value. Uh, That is for sure. Thomas Shabbat to score a goal tonight for the Ottawa Senators. And yeah, plus 600 is what I'm seeing right now uh, at FanDuel uh, for Thomas Shabbat to uh, find the uh, back of the net for the uh, Ottawa Senators. All right. It's time for best bets. Uh, To wrap things up, Alex, we'll start with you. What do you like for best bet tonight? Yeah, it's tough. But you know, it's funny. I've made a change from
0: now to where I was uh, earlier in the show, and as I said, I'm just overthinking it. Uh, so I'm going with Ottawa in regulation. Minus 115 is available at online. Chop around and try to find a better price. I know Ian said he was able to find something as low as even money, so definitely look for the best thing. But yeah, this is just a, a, a mismatch. Washington's not that good of a team. And like I said, you know, you take what, what you will from that win against Calgary, but that was just a, a bit of a back-and-forth battle and a, a tight spot. I think Ottawa's a better team here said, "We looking back at the history; things have shifted. Now, Ottawa's won three of the last four meetings after getting boat-raced year after year by by uh, Ovechkin and crew.
1: So, let's go with the Sins in regulation minus a dollar fifteen. That's my best bet tonight. All right, there we go. Ottawa Senators in regulation for Alex B. Smith with his best bet uh, for this um, Wednesday card, and it is anywhere right now minus one ten uh, to minus one fifteen with the uh, Senators uh, in." Uh, regulation. And my best bet, it's also an Ottawa Senators uh, bet, but it's the team total uh, for this uh, game against Washington. I'm going to rock with it. They have scored five goals in each of their two home games on this homestand against Philadelphia and Tampa Bay. Five goals would certainly get the job done tonight. Ottawa Senators team total over three and a half minus 116 that is going to be my best bet here for this Wednesday uh, NHL card. All right, that'll wrap up this edition of The Ice Guys. We thank everyone in the chat for joining us. Uh, hit the like button uh on the way out. We appreciate it uh, very much. Um, and uh looking forward to our betcast next Tuesday. I've posted the YouTube link already yep. for the betcast next Tuesday, 6 p.m. Eastern. Uh it's never too early to start sending your in uh sending your um requests in to join us for the BetCast. Uh, DM on Twitter, at or Alex at AX, AX Smith Sports, and uh, we will make sure we get you an inv- uh, send you the link for the uh, BetCast and have you on the waiting list at the very least. Again, preferred uh, uh, first uh, option, first uh, preference to the uh, family plan members, but yeah. uh, definitely uh, make sure uh, you join us if you can next Tuesday for the uh, BetCast and join us tomorrow. It's not only a huge Thursday show, but we're going to have Jordan Henry, a longtime pro hockey player, joining us tomorrow. Uh, on the uh, show uh, to help us break down the Thursday card. Here's another one that in his retired life now is into betting a little bit. So it'll be fun to have uh, Jordan Henry joining us tomorrow okay. on the Thursday edition of The Ice Guys. So make sure you join us for that. Uh, another great show in the books. A reminder The Ice Guys is live seven days a week, Monday to Friday, 2 p.m. Eastern, Saturday and Sunday, noon Eastern. If you can't watch the show live, download the Ice Guys podcast in audio form on all major podcast platforms, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, iHeartRadio, Amazon Music, and more. Download the Ice Guys podcast when you can't watch the show live. For Alex B. Smith, I'm Ian Cameron. Have a great Wednesday night. Enjoy the games and good luck. And we'll be back with you again tomorrow on Thursday for another edition of the Ice Guys. (sighs)